It is 2023. This is Check the Vending Machines, a pop culture podcast on the internet where two friends get together and talk about pop culture stuff. I'm talking about movies, I'm talking about manga, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about comic books, Mm. but mostly I'm talking about movies. (laughs) And this is episode 201. I'm Jason Isaac. What's going on, man? Not much, man. You know, uh, you know, it's been a pretty decent uh, stretch so far. I can't remember if this happened since the last time I talked to you. Now I can't. Oh, but I beat God of War, so that was that was good. So now I'm on to. I don't think I told you this, mm-hmm. but I've started playing uh, Death Stranding. I th- you uh, did mention that, I think. I think I did. Okay. Um, I'm like way farther than I've ever gotten. Um, and I'm enjoying it a lot more. I think it gets better once you like get to like chapter three, chapter three is like when it really like expands out, which is like, I don't know, like if you like mainline it and like ram through, you could probably get to chapter three in like four hours or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I'm really liking it a lot. Um, which is, you know, even when I first played it, I didn't really think like it clicked with me that much. But for some reason, it is right now. So I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Just like fucking being Norman Reedus, running around the wasteland, running away from sea creatures and ghosts. Yeah, um, that's, that's cool, man. Yeah, I uh, I got some I got I got some game stuff. Yeah, yeah. The New Year. <clears throat> I don't know what the what it was in the holiday or into New mm-hmm. Year or whatever. But Steam had a bunch of sales going on. Oh yeah, 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 holiday sale. So, so I bought a couple things off Steam. I bought um, this game that I was looking forward to called Kaiju Wars. I think it's I like a that. it's like a tactical RPG looking game. I haven't played it yet. Um, mm-hmm. I bought that. I bought a bunch of Suda Fifty One stuff because they were all super cheap. So I bought like oh, yeah. uh, Killer Seven and um, Killer Seven. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Killer, yeah, Killer, Killer Seven, Seven. and uh, I bought Silver Casing or whatever it's called. I think mm-hmm. it's well, his first game. I have I never never played it before. Yeah. Um. I was gonna buy No More Heroes, and I was I was looking for, um, the, like a set of No More Heroes, but they were all still like fifteen bucks on sale. So I was like, I'm not gonna buy yeah. them right now. Um. I really wanted to get uh, oh, Shadows of the Shadows of the Damned, but they they didn't have it on there, or I didn't I didn't oh, find didn't. it. Um. What's his other one? The other one with uh the guy with like the giant robot arm. Uh, Killer's dead. Killer's Dead, that's the one. Yeah. I played a little bit of that one because um, I think I bought that on a Steam sale too. Um, I can't remember anything about it though. That was a fucking long ass time ago that I bought that. Yeah, I, I, I played a ro- giant robot arm and a samurai sword. Yeah, I played. I think I played all his games. Mm-hmm. I haven't beat all his games, but I pl- I put time into all. I think the only one I haven't beat is Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah, I played a I lot of that though. one. Yeah, I played a lot of it. I, I the big I haven't played No More Heroes three, so I guess that one's the, that 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 that's also true. But uh, yeah. Killer Seven's great, and I, I really love Fire Pro Wrestling that he worked on. Um, I didn't know he did that. Yeah, I think one of his first jobs was Fire Pro Wrestling, like three or something. 
Um, but yeah, Killer Seven was huge for me as a kid, and then um, No More Heroes one, mm-hmm. and then like uh, Shadows of the Dam were like my three, my three favorites. I played Shadows of the Dam a lot on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Xbox. Um, but so about that game, about that, those some of those games. But the big one was that I bought Cyberpunk finally. Oh shit! On PC, um, obviously, I, yeah, obviously I had it on uh, PlayStation Four when it came out. Yeah, we both and did. That was a mistake. It was a mistake. So I gave the game. I don't know how long it's been. A year and a half, two years now. Two years now. Yeah, because it came out at. 2020, like right before the pandemic hit. All right, so I gave it, I gave it two years or whatever to to update, yeah. and I finally bought because it, it was on sale for everything I've heard about the game. I haven't played. I played a little bit of it, uh, like a half a year ago. Um, I kept, I don't know. I have this problem with games that I keep like picking them up and putting them down. It's hard for me to like actually really get invested and finish. Like for me, most of the games that I finish are like Sony first party games. Like third yeah. person action adventure, like Uncharted and God of War and stuff like that. Like even with Death Stranding, which is like a third person, I guess technically action adventure, I still feel like I'm starting to get to that point where I'm like, am I going to drop this again? But I want to try to like push through and finish it because I feel like that's something that I'm really bad about is like half starting a game and then not finishing it. Yeah. Well, um, I guess Cyberpunk it was on sale for thirty dollars. That's I think okay. it's been cheaper before, but um, yeah, I mean, I think the fact that its reputation has kind of bounced back probably bounced back the price a little bit. Yeah, and the DLC is yeah. coming out, but uh, so I bought it. Yeah, uh, I, I have I don't have that much time into it at all comparatively for the game. I have like mm-hmm. seven, eight hours. That's not too bad. I think Colin said because Colin platinumed it last year. I think he said to platinum it, he put in like eighty hours or something like that. Yeah, I'm playing it and like it's fun, but I, I get to that I'm getting to that point, which is for me with um like open world mm-hmm. RPG like kind of games where so many of the missions are just repetition with a yeah. different skin that like I'm kinda of getting to the point where I'm like, okay, if this is the whole thing for like hours and hours and hours yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really gonna have fun with it and like i thought that i would really care about like my guy's fashion and like i do but like because because i never see it and because i don't i'm so focused on mainlining the story mode that i don't do so many side missions that i'm not going back into the cities to, to go to the shop i'm not really focusing on anything i'm just trying to get the story done mm-hmm. is how i play games so like it's like a lot of the things that appeal to people who like open world games don't appeal to me because I don't care about side missions. Like my wife mm. will, will play like every side mission before she moves into a new area. And like, I don't do that with games. I, I don't know. It depends on how I feel about the area a lot of times. Cause like sometimes I am like that, but I also feel like that kind of attitude for me is kind of what burns me out to a lot of games. Yeah. Cause then I'm like, cause then especially with side missions in a lot of games, a lot of them are like cookie cutter, you know, yeah, slightly different story or slightly different asset, but you're basically doing the same fucking thing. Like, I think that's the problem I had with Horizon when I tried to play the original Horizon and Horizon Zero Dawn, um, which is like, I want to do the side missions because a lot of them have like good upgrades and like crafting stuff that you need to like get better weapons and stuff like that. But a lot of them are just like, 
All right, now go hunt down this big fucking bungus. All right, now go hunt down this other big bungus. All right, do that again twice. And it's like, I don't yeah. know, it gets, it gets like boring to a certain Well, that's point. why I never finished Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That's why I never finished all those games. Like, all those, I, I feel like I like those games, though. And I think God of War is a good example of that as well. Is I feel like I just have to get to a certain point where it's like, okay, I'm not going to 100% this, and I just need to go through the story. And, like, once I just focus on the story, it gets a little better. Like, Death Stranding is the same thing. Like, Death Stranding, and that was the reason I dropped it the first time, because I think I didn't even, I don't even think I got to Chapter 3, because I was in Chapter 2, and I was, like, picking up every other piece of, like, you know, like, loot that's on the ground, and then you realize, oh, the place is just, like, covered with it. So if you try to pick up everything, you're just going to make yourself fucking miserable, because there's a never-ending pile of bullshit and the more shit you have piled up the harder it is for like you to move and the less fun the game feels i feel like um and so once i got to this new playthrough and i'm like look unless it's like an actual mission i'm not fucking picking up shit because fuck this um and it really doesn't give you that much like reward wise anyways to like pick up extra shit so it's really just like an annoyance um yeah. so i've been having a lot better with it so i feel like that's kind of the attitude that i've had to kind of like cope with that it's just like story 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 which i haven't done that with an rpg yet um like an open world rpg um like because i bought skyrim the ps5 re-release of skyrim and it's like i want to jump back into that but skyrim is the same problem i have with that which is like there's so much extra shot side content and unlike a lot of other games it's not like cookie cutter rehash but it's like there's just so much extra shit like every time you get to new town there's like 10 different side quests that open up and it's like when am i going to get back to the main story um and that's just a me problem because i could get back to the main story wherever i want to i just need to yeah my brain off and be like these side quests are a backseat for right now but yeah i don't know man it's not it's not how my my enjoyment works for me, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. games in general are, I, we've said this before on the pod, but like, um, it, it, I really do have the, that like FPS mm-hmm. centered multiplayer brain. Like I mm-hmm. don't find enjoyment in any sort of like, oh, I'm a gamer. I play everything. No, I don't. I All I care about is like, even Call of Duty, like I, those are the games that I would play the most of, but even then I don't play them every single year. Yeah, I bought Modern Warfare 2 um, 2022 because uh, apparently we have to make that fucking distinction with Call of Duty games now. Um, and I really haven't played it that much. I played it like a lot that first month that it came out, but like since then, like with God of War and now with this training, I really haven't played it that much. Like I jumped back into it yesterday for like an hour or so. And I was like, I don't know. It's not like scratching the same itch. Um, I don't know for your like multiplayer mindset. Like, would you, cause I know you play overwatch a lot. Would you be more interested in like apex or something like that? Like if you tried apex, well, we, we, you and I played apex together one time. We did. That must have been a long ass time ago. We sucked at it, but like, yeah, I'm not good at those kind of games where I'm not really good at like Twitch shooter, which is like, why I've never played like CSGO. Like I'm not good at, my reactions are not the best, um, which is I also mind the, games, but I don't mind like CS:GO or even like Valorant. I don't mind those. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the um, fast battle, battle royale games. Oh, okay. 
I don't enjoy those. Like, I'm wondering if maybe then, because I know that um, Call of Duty made like a similar mode to it in yeah. 2022. Um, that DMZ or like the Escape from Tarkov thing, mm-hmm. which is like the PVE PVP thing. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe that's something. I don't know. Well, Tarkov itself is fun. Yeah, I like I like Tarkov, like the realistic stuff. Um, the DMZ is basically the same thing, where it's like you've got certain objectives around the map. You've got like a squad of like two other people, and then you're doing these objectives, and most of the time you're facing off against AI, but eventually you'll run into real people, and then you just gotta fucking take a helicopter and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, we're here today to talk about 2023. Mm, we are. And we, we figured it'd be easy to uh, you know, dip your toe in the water for yeah. the new year of the pod. And just chat about some of the stuff that we're stoked for mm-hmm. for the new year across across the platforms and media and formats and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I got a, I got a little bit of a list. Yeah, mostly movies. That's fine. Um, but we're gonna talk about all that stuff, and I want Zach you to start us off, man. What do you What are you stoked for for twenty twenty three? Oh, there's so like I think I tried to separate into like the three main categories of things that like I indulge in. So for me, it was like movies, anime, and video games. Um, twenty twenty three, I feel like is a stacked year for a lot. Because so much shit. I feel like this is like the first year since the pandemic hit where like people are actually like full force, like, all right, we're confident that we're going to like start putting out all their shit. So I feel like this year is like stacked with like everything. Um, So like, I think one of the big things I'm looking at, which is anime wise, I just watched the first episode yesterday. I don't know if you check this out. I thought of messaging you, but I figured I'd just bring it up on the pod, which is the new Trigun anime just started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I watched the first episode. Um, I liked it quite a bit. It still has like that original Trigun energy from the 90s, but you, I can tell they're trying to do something a little different with it. Yeah. Um, I like the way the animation look. I mean, it's by the same people who did the Beastars anime. Um, and I think that their way of like doing CGI anime, I feel like the trailers didn't make it look as good, but like in motion, like watching the whole episode, like I was fine with it. I think it looked, I feel, I feel like it looked good. And I really do like Vash's design. I think the only thing that's weird is like his big bungus, like green robot arm that like stands out from the rest of his costume. Cause the rest of it is like traditional Vash red coat overcoat. This one just has like less buttons and buckles. It looks more like, um, what is it called? Techwear? Is that what it is? I think. Um, except for his giant fucking robot arm. But um, but I like that. I'm interested to see. Um, I'm interested for my fucking favorite character to show up doing it. Because I fucking love Wolfwood. I just want him to show up. Because his giant fucking cross gun is like the sickest shit. Yeah, I, I watched the I watched a couple of the trailers on YouTube when they were coming out, or or even just in general, I saw them. They get recommended to me, mm-hmm. um, and I thought that the trailers. How do I phrase this properly? Mm-hmm. I thought the show looked like shit, and mm-hmm. it's not because the animation's bad. Because the animation looks fine. Yeah, you know, it, it looks fine. 
I think the redesigns are really bad. Yeah. Um, but but that's and that, here's the thing. It's hard for me to say to judge this show fairly because Trigun is from that batch of shows from that time period. Like mm-hmm. what to me, what anime looks great is anime from the eighties looks great. Yeah. City Hunter looks great. Mm-hmm. Anime from the early nineties to mid nineties looks great. Like yeah. Cowboy Bebop looks great. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no, I feel you. Trigun yeah. looks great. Like don't it's definitely up in that era with like Shampoo and Bebop and Trigun, where it's like those. Well, I mean, Shampoo is like no, that's too. That's a that, that's. A, that's just a team of old people doing what they did before. But like 90s anime and 80s anime, it, yeah. it is the pristine world. Like that's the, the go, that's the best yeah. style. So like for me to see Trigun, which I love, mm-hmm. and it to be this like bland looking CG to me mm-hmm. with these like lame looking characters that have like no no grit at all looking to them. They all, everyone looks fucking round and soft. Yeah, I think that's the biggest complaint that I have. Yeah, is that everybody? Yeah, looks very it just, like it just, it's just hard to compare. It'd be like if they did that with Ninja Scroll or yeah. like you know, it's like it, it's exactly like how I feel about Ghost the the new Ghost in the Shell anime. Like yeah. that you give me Ghost in the Shell the movie, then you give me this Netflix show, and it looks like this, and it looks like shit. And that's yeah. why I never watched it, and it could be great. Like this Trigun show, it could be completely competent and fun, but the reality is. I'm never gonna watch it purely because it's it's. If I want to watch Trigun, I'm gonna watch Trigun, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch the movie, the Badlands movie, because still looks it's still animated the way it's supposed to be. Or mm-hmm. I'm gonna go read the manga because I mean that's the thing. Um, yeah, I mean I know I think that's probably how they're trying to get a lot of people in is that I think they're doing the whole yeah retelling of the original manga because I think that's the that I think that's the one thing from like. Uh, early 90s, late 90s uh, shows that, like, it feels like a lot of modern anime are trying to, like, do, especially with, like, big properties. I mean, obviously, like, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was, like, the first real example of that, but, like, um, you know, taking these, like, big popular series and, like, adapting the entire manga instead of, like, having all this anime original stuff that, like, the original you know, had, obviously, because they were coming out, like, at the same time as the manga. He also just looks too Korean. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I definitely... He was a K-pop star. <laughs> he does look like a K-pop star. Well, like, in Millions Knives does too. Like, he shows up uh, a little bit at the end of the first episode, and I was like, oh, yeah, they just look like K-pop stars. Um, but I definitely agree with you, and I think that's kind of what I brought up with the jacket earlier, which is, like, there's really just not as much detail. Like, you look at Vash's original jacket, and it's got, like, all these intricate pieces and these buttons and whatnot. It's got this, like long ass fucking collar that like is like half mask half collar because it's so high um and this really doesn't have like anything like that with the outfit like he's really just wearing like a red overcoat with a hoodie and it really does look like tech wear like i don't know so it's like i feel like design wise there's definitely something that's like lost in uh in uh the translation into this cg anime and maybe it's not like lost in transformation maybe that's just like design decision on their part but um i feel like it was the wrong decision i don't know yeah i think too you know i um i don't like in the new show you mentioned his arm so i wanted to google it you know yeah i don't i don't like that it's so visually 
apparent that it's yeah, a robot it stands arm. out because in the original show, like it just looks like a regular arm until it's, just, it, it's hidden until you realize it's not. Yeah, which goes back to the point of like the thing to me about Vash, and this is nothing. I can't see that the show is doing that because I haven't seen the show. Yeah. But when you make the, his robot arm obvious, like out, outwardly apparent that it's a robot arm, mm-hmm. it almost does two things for me. Which is one, if you've never seen Trigun before, which so many people who are watching this have never seen Trigun before. Yeah. Right? The younger kids. Which is great, because you into the gets you into the world. Cool. But you're going to assume, okay, at least here's my perspective of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna go try to, you know, Millie and whatever her name are gonna go try to, you know, put the taxes well, that's on. That's thing. There's no Margaret. There's only Meryl Strife. So I guess cause I guess Margaret isn't in the original manga. No, she's in the manga. Is she? Yeah. All right, whatever. That's I don't know. There's no Margaret. Now she's partnered up with this Roberto guy who's also a journalist or whatever. So I'm yeah. like 99% sure she's the, they're both in the manga, but whatever. Hmm. I don't know. Um, she just, she's definitely not in the first episode. She's so, just okay, but this Roberto guy. If, if you don't know anything about Trigun, like so many of us did when the anime came out. Yeah. And you're trying to feel like how you're trying to understand how the fuck did Vash destroy an entire town and then blow up half the moon or whatever the fuck yeah like you're trying to you're trying to figure it out like is it is it hyperbole like what's going on like i remember the entire time i watched trigon the first time i don't understand how he just how he's the stampede like i don't understand it like i know he's good yeah. at shooting but how the fuck did he go around and just literally destroy a town until yeah. you see the angel arm you go oh shit he's not human but yeah. if you see a robot arm that looks like his robot arm, I Googled it, mm-hmm. it's all high tech and shit. You go, okay, what's well, a gun? Yeah. You'd be even like, though, oh, that, that like transforms into something. Yeah. yeah. Even though we know in reality, the robot, the, the, the angel arm is not that arm. It's the other, yeah. it's, the, it's, it's his regular arm. Yeah. So you, if you see a robot arm, you can go, okay, well, that's the fucking, that's a big, it becomes a big ass gun. Yeah. But, and that's the thing about, about Trigon, about Vash, I like so much is that he's such a good guy. Yeah. Trying to trying to change who he is or what he's born for or whatever, that like we see him actively not being badass, even though if if we know that he can destroy an entire town, which he knows he can, mm-hmm. why put the charade on of like having to like make these hard shots out of secret, you know, mm-hmm. if you have this fucking massive mechanical looking high tech arm in the middle of the wild, wild west. Yeah, who's not going to think that you can just turn that into a giant cannon and blow everyone? It, 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 to me, it visually removes some of the interesting factor of that as a character. I agree, but also too the whole point that he's hiding it. He keeps it in that big ass. He keeps his robot arm in that giant wrapping. Yeah, so he looks he looks normal, and that's the whole point. He's just a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe and, and maybe they explain it better in the, in the anime. You can tell me eventually when you get there. I'll tell you. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I'm willing to give it a shot because um, I do like Studio Orange. Um, I like their stuff, and I like Trigun. So it's nice to see like Trigun back. Um, and maybe this will. Maybe I'll you know get five episodes in and be like, eh, and then I'll maybe just watch the original Trigun. I don't know. I mean, I guess the hope is that even if this is bad, maybe it'll make people want to watch the original and see how good that was. So yeah, it's about the only thing I can think of. Only saving grace, maybe. If it turns out to be a real piece of garbage. Well, you got anything else about anime-wise? Just break break out the anime, dude. Just, yeah, anime. There's, one more, there's only really one more anime that I know about that's coming out that I really wanted to touch on. 
um, which is another one coming out. I think it's like, I think it's first episode like next week or something like that, which is the second season of Vinland Saga, which is like, mm. did you ever watch the first season? No. Because I feel mm. like you would really like it because it's like Vikings and all that shit. Um, it's all in that world. And I know everybody is, everybody that I know that's read the manga in like my Facebook group is like hyping me up the second season. Uh, is like the real like character driven shit with the main guy. Um, apparently, he's like on a farm. It's called like the farm arc or yeah. something like that. Um, so it's all about. I think it's. I assume my assumption based on what I know is that like at the end of the first season, he kind of gave up being a Viking. Like his whole reason for like doing the Viking thing was taken away from him. So I'm assuming in this arc, he's going to basically come back to a realization of why, why he needs to go and like fucking stab some dudes in the face. So all, all I heard about, so I had, I had the first three volumes of the manga that I mm-hmm. never, I never really read, but yeah. Um, I, I just remember people talking about this farm thing being that like saying that it lasts so long and it's so boring. And all it does is farming. Mm-hmm. And the moment I hear that, I go, Nah, I don't give a fuck. That's actually the opposite of what I heard. Everybody I've heard isn't said that like the farming arc is like some of the best shit. Yeah, but are these anime people that fucking think Evangelion is amazing and so fucking 2.0 writing? Like, you can't trust fucking anime fans. They're so full of shit. That's true. Anime manga fans who are on the internet think that they just, they just discovered Shakespeare. Like they 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 don't understand their entertainment. Well, they did, didn't they? Didn't they watch, uh, what was it? There's like a couple of different Shakespeare things that have been turned into anime. I don't know. These, these motherfuckers think, first off, legitimately have criticism of like Fist of the North Star and are like, yeah. oh, well, that's the repetitive. And it's not, yeah, fucking, you think that JoJo is amazing. You think everything about JoJo is 10 out of 10. I can, no, it's not. Yeah. JoJo's fine. It ain't 10 out of 10. And if you think it's 10 out of 10, you will fucking love Fist of the North Star, motherfucker. But these people... It's like a... I give it like an 8. An 8 out of 10. It's season by season. Season by season. It's obvious. Well, that's true. There's definitely some seasons that are better than others. Yeah. But these people... And I mean that in the most derogatory term possible. These anime nerds. (laughs) Like, they... It's true, though. Like, they, they... you know, we can objectively say that if it's if you go from a show that's all fighting and bloody and gore, and then it becomes all farming and boring character development, slowly about thinking and just dissecting a personality, you're what made you interesting is gone. And some people will stick through because they like the, they generally like the character of the story. Mm-hmm. But sometimes also it's a it's a whiplash story effect, and like you know, yeah. the reality is that isn't always. 10 out of 10 storytelling, but some people, I mean, I heard years ago when this was happening, this mm-hmm. arc was happening. I was, I, all I heard was complaints on mm-hmm. YouTube. So maybe, maybe people feel differently when they can binge it. Maybe, you know, yeah, I feel like that's a big thing with like most slow arcs like that. Like I'm trying to think of another series that has like a slow arc like that. Um, but I feel like it's definitely one of those. I feel like, slower arcs in general benefit from you being able to read at your own pace. Like if you just want to get through it and get back to the action, then you can just yeah. like binge it. I feel like if, if you're, yeah, if you're going through it like week by week and this is not your thing, and there's like, you know, 60 chapters of this shit or whatever, you're going to be like, 
what the so fuck? I, it's exactly how I feel about when I go on the Hunter Hunter Reddit and people are oh, yeah. fucking praising this whole. Oh, the court arc that is like fucking boring as shit. Like people are like, oh my god, this arc is. It's some of the best manga I've ever read in my life. Mm. Really? Go watch a Hong Kong fucking movie, dude. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't that great. It's fine. But it ain't how you're fucking changing lives. Go read fucking Berserk if you think it's the best manga no, you've ever read. Those people have read Berserk. And they, 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 and they go... Those, these are the people that go like, Oh, you read that? You should read, you should read Berserk. Yeah. Oh, you like, you like Vinland Saga, but have you read Berserk? Oh you, like, you, oh, you read uh, the fucking elf sword manga that everyone talks about, too? Have you read that one? Well, if you haven't, you should probably read Berserk. Like, this, yeah. is, this is all just copies Berserk. Fuck you, dude. Fuck all those people, man. It's the same. It is. The, the, everything can be fun. Everything, yeah. it, it can be fun. And I think that manga, right? Manga is my favorite comic book form of all time. I would and agree with that. I have no problem with farming. I love Silver Spoon, and I fuck my one of my favorite manga of all time, probably top three is Space Brothers. There's nothing happens in that manga. No, they just go to space. Go to space, it. and then for actually before that, for years, it's just training to go to space. Isn't a lot of it also like because, or is it just training, or is it also him like designing the spacecraft? Because the one of them is a designer, right? No, 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 no. They don't design read Space Brothers. They don't design anything. Like the first, in the first part of the story, it's the older brother train training to to be an astronaut, while the younger brother, who is an astronaut, goes to space, goes to the moon, uh. comes back, and is dealing with his own struggle, while the, the the other brother is like making it through JAXA to NASA to, to just to train, and yeah. finally now are they are they both on the moon at the same time? Like it's yeah. all this kind of stuff, and there's so much nothing that happens, but like. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's an absolute masterpiece of a manga. But, like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, the writing is so intricate. The fact that they, that, that, that they, that they did this is, it's amazing. No, it's just emotional. It's just good. It's just good character development and building. And, you know, I would be really pissed off if the whole first half of the manga is them flying through space. And then the rest of the new arc is him, like, you know, doing paperwork. Oh, uh, fuck that shit. Thinking about thinking to himself, what do I still have a reason to go to space? Uh, that that bore the shit out of me. Yeah, that's true. And that's how I am generali- generally understanding about this next arc of Vinland Saga. I have no idea if that's right or not. That's just how I feel. Yeah, I can be. Compl- I, I I don't know. In my mind, he, he kills a lot of people in the first part. Has a lot of action, and then the guy he wants to kill is killed by someone else. I have no idea if that's true. I am just guessing. That's that's basically it. Yeah. And then he's like, "Okay, shit, I'm gonna take my ball and go home." And then he goes to the ball and go home. He goes to this plot of land. He picks up a hoe and starts, you know, hoeing the ground. And then it's years later, and he's like an adult now. It's been like ten years. He's an adult. He's like has a beard, and then he has he has a wife and a kid. And he's like doing the grass, thinking about like himself. And then that that's I have no idea if that's any of this if that's any of that's true. But that in my mind, if I don't know anything about that because I don't know anything. I'm a manga only, or I'm an anime only, so I don't know anything past. You need to keep Zach in your mind. Hear what I just said. I will. And when you watch it, if I am even a little close to it, is that manga really that good? If I could just bullshit that right there, 
That's a fair point. Say it one more time. So I, you know what? You need to say it again so I make sure that I got it in my head and that if I hear anything that sounds remotely like it, I'll just shut it off. It just it, – and it can still be good. Don't get me wrong. Even if it is exactly what I said. But like let's not pretend like we haven't seen the, the storyline in a thousand books of like the old warrior loses his fire and goes – takes. that's so many fucking characters. That's a lot of characters. And it can still be good even though it's repetitive. It can still be good. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. My, my critique is about manga fans who are fucking snobby, and I am I am I am a manga elitist. That's fair. That's very fair. I'm the anti manga elitist. Anti manga elitist. <laughs> Being that I'm actually a gatekeeper, but for dumb manga. Mm. Uh, you you think that Berserk's good? Have you read Black Clover, bitch? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think that fucking um? You fucking read Bleach, dog. Oh, dude, you think that uh, what's another smart manga that people really like? Death Note. <laughs> oh, you think that Dora Dora is good? Dora Dora. Dude, dude, have you have you read fucking uh, Fairy Tale, bro? <laughs> have, you, have you have you read Fairy you Tale? Read Fairy Tale. I don't think you've read the peak of manga that if you read Fairy Tale, dude. Mm, that's fair. I, I saw a, I saw a complaint on TikTok about, about Fairy Tale. About One Piece. Mm. And about how Oda can't draw women. He can't draw women. He just draws them in a very particular way. Well, I was going to say Oda draws three women. That's and true. They, they all look the same. He basically draws Nami or children or uh, they're fat. That's basically like his three. Or, his they're three. Ro- or it's like Robin like and like just her nose is different. Yeah. Yeah, that's like terrible. Robin and Nami are basically like almost the same thing, except like the nose is a little different and they have different color hair, but they basically have like the same body type. That goes back to my I've been saying this for years that um, Kubo is the number one artist of the big three. Like I, mean, I kind of didn't want to bring this out because I figured I might save it for like a recap, but I have been reading Bleach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more than halfway through um, up to like. 350, 60, something like that. Yeah. Ichigo just went like full hollow and like fucking killed that fucking Aaron Carr devil dude who had like the fucking sickest transformation ever where he goes like full Diablo. I was like, yeah. that looks sick as fuck. Like the whole two page spread he got for that. I was like, whoo, that looked good. Um, I do think he has the most varied character designs out of all of them. Yeah, uh, like all of his characters look like distinctly different, and they all have their own unique style. Some of them clearly like look like characters from like other things, and I don't know if this is like just because I'm reading Bleach late, and like a lot of people copied off of Kubo, or like Kubo also just like took designs that were very similar. But like one of the captains, I can't remember what his name is, but he's the one that wears like the flower shit. Mm-hmm. With, like the, he was always wearing like the straw hat. Like he fucking looks like Spike, but with longer hair. Sure. Um, it's like I was like I was looking at him and I was like I feel like I've seen this character design in yeah. like at least twenty other series. Well, I think about it this way: if it's a shonen show and it came out after Bleach, they copied him. That's fair. There's any sort of I can't think of any manga before Bleach where there's like units. Yeah. I think Bleach was. I mean, I guess Naruto because I think Naruto started before. Bleach. But they don't have units though. They have like they have ninja squads. Teams, but none of their teams are wearing like 
robes. You mean like the actual like uniform? Yeah, the the uniform of the of the ninja is that green thick vest with the fucking thing on it, and you know well, that's like yeah, like your specific like. Well, I don't know because that's only like if you're once you're past tuning, like there's nothing to establish that like you're joning except that like, like no old. like no ninjas old, after old, old fucks like that's it. Like, no ninjas wearing a fucking like you know the green outfit with the goddamn Hawaiian flower yeah. thing over. But like if you, I guarantee there's a character in Demon Slayer that has some sort of like overthrow flower thing, which yeah. is fine. But like, you know, uh, I think that Kubo has the best designs purely out of probably anybody in Shonen Jump. I think just straight up, he has the best art. His art is like the most stylistic. Clean I think especially style. out of the big three. Well, I mean, it's, He's definitely got the most, like, drip-level art. I mean, it's, like, the fucking joke that, like, he fucking made drip in manga, like, a thing. So fashionable. The only thing, the thing difference is that, like... I mean, I think the difference is that One Piece is, like, specifically, especially with, like, the fucking realization of what the fuck Luffy is, is that clearly he's trying to go for, like, a more cartoony aspect, and, like, that's kind of what he's going for, is, like, a more, like, Looney Tunes... Style. That, that's why I think that Naruto wins so wins the battle every time is because like he is, excuse me, combining this his art style, which is like a I would say like a traditional like manga. Now obviously it's updated to his his own thing, but mm-hmm. with great writing and good characters, and everyone looks different. Mm-hmm. Whereas with One Piece, and I love One Piece, you know this. Yeah, it's like, I love One Piece. If you read a, a manga page of One Piece sometimes. It's almost like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, the page is so cluttered with bullshit. I think, especially in like recent, I think that's been a problem he's definitely been having like recently. Like, I think Wano was a big, was a big uh, victim of that. Of yeah, like a lot of his page layouts being like super. Even, even if you read like Punk Hazard, like, like we're running through Punk Hazard, and it's like what the fuck are you doing? What, what is going on? Yeah, you know. But like with what with Bleach, it's like. The visual side of Bleach is 10 out of 10, but the narrative side of Bleach just gradually loses its steam. Yeah, I mean, I think – and that was the other thing that I was going to kind of mention real quick. I mean, obviously, I'm not finished with it yet, but I know the main – the most mainline consensus is the, like Soul Society arc is like the best arc in Bleach. Yeah. I don't know. If, if that shit ended there, bro – I mean, if it ended there, it would be a decent – I mean, that'd be kind of fucked up way to end it with fucking Aizen, the bad guy, fucking going away. And that's like how you fucking end yeah. your fucking manga. But, but uh, see, see, the Aizen part didn't happen. You end with. with yeah, like, you end it with just them rescuing Rukia. Yeah. It's fucking. It's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I like the Arankar arc a lot. I think it got. I think it got better with the actual flashback that you have with. Uh, What's his name? Uratake? Whatever. Fucking yeah. Sandals dude? Uratake. I think his name's Uratake. Like his flashback of the Soul Society and then you see the whatever the fuck they are, the original like members of Soul Society who became holified and then that's it's like seeing them and it's like oh they were also like captains and assistant captains and like that's why they know about Soul Society and how they became hollows. Like that is interesting and that made Ark a little bit better. I'm still waiting for them to show up. It's been like 100 chapters since that fucking flashback, and I still haven't seen like all those. I don't remember what they called them. They were called like Vicards or something like that. Whatever. Visors. Visors, yeah. Whatever the their fucking group name was called. 
they like had that one page where he's like, we fucking owe Eisen some shit. And it's been like, like 60 chapters and they have not owed Eisen anything. And I'm like, when are you fucking showing up? Well, when you get to the Eisen fight, yeah, it's like a fucking, well, that was the other thing that I got confused by. Cause the R and car stuff happened like in Hueco Mundo. And I also think like Hueco Mundo was like, not that strong. I think the arc got a lot better once you get to Karakura town. Um, mostly because the captains are fucking sick as fuck. Like I like all the captains. I'm like having all, the, captains and all the vice captains are so like, even if you don't know their names, just design wise. Well, yeah, you could also you could tell. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you their names, but like especially yeah with Karakura, like looking at all the vice captains, I'm like the only one that's kind of like bland and generic is the one that looks like Eno, but he's a guy. But he's got a sick weapon because he's got the claw shit, and he's the one that like. He fucking makes everything uh, the weight doubled every time he cuts you, and I was like, "That's a sick power." Like, I like that power a lot. Like, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the fucking uh, uh, dual chain guy who like has his fucking like I don't even know what the fuck they are. They're like dual sickles on like yeah. on a chain. I was like, okay, that's fucking sweet. And then you had uh, the big boob chick who has mm-hmm. like sand sword, and I was yeah. like, that's probably like. One of the most OP ones, I feel like. I feel like sand powers are always OP. Like, Gara is OP. There's, like, a sand power in uh, Mashal, Mash, Magic and Muscle, that's currently uh, airing in Shonen, or uh, distributing in Shonen. And, like, he showed up, and I was like, sand is OP, man. Sand is always a Crocodile, like, same thing, dude. Like, sand is always, it's always a cool power. Um, But then she gets immediately got, gets her ass beat, and I was like, how are you gonna have the most OP fucking power in there? Everybody's like, nah, fuck. Yeah. But I think I don't know. Bleach is like an interesting thing because it's like I'm reading it, and I fe- definitely feel like I'm feeling lows, and I feel like I have that nagging thing in the back that like something's wrong. And then I watched Super Eye Patches Wolf, and he basically explained it. And like as soon as he said it, I was like, oh yeah, that's what it is. Which is like every fight just turns into like a Deus Ex Machina fight. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really fucking boring. Like, especially like the last one against the Aran car is like the perfect example of that, where like when Ichigo like goes full hollow. And I was like, but why did he go full? Like, he had control over it. And then like Orohime, Orohime said his name and like he went you know, also too, like, I don't know. I, um, the manga, the way, it, the way the series ends. Yeah. With like who who Ichigo gets together with because like in the from what I understand and from my memory it's been so long now like mm-hmm. in the manga they don't ever really depict Rukia and Ichigo as like a potential like item. Yeah, they kind of always just I There's mean there's one bit where she talks about she doesn't want to fall in love but like it hasn't really been pointed out since then. But like in the show, oh, is it more I, of a thing in the I, show? I, I think they really they they swayed it to more like as though it was a possibility. Mm. It, that's how I felt. I, my memory serves correctly, but in the manga, they they, they it was very it's really not as big of a thing. Like it's more of like it definitely feel like in the manga, it's more obvious that it's Orihime, and then she gets jealous of Rukia, and I was like, why are you jealous? Like in of my Rukia? mind, like from me starting the show originally with the with the anime, mm-hmm. and from my in my old mind's eye, like they them like actually like yeah, making it seem like it was more of a and it could be it could be 
just my memory is serving me wrong, but like mm-hmm. I always felt like from where I started the show that Rukia and Ichigo were a better couple. The sh- and then obviously that's not how I think like Rukia is better for Ichigo. Like she calls him out on his bullshit a lot of the times, and like I think I think after the Soul, I think it was Soul Society. I think that was like one of the best moments that he showed that, which I think is the one where he's like all depressed after school or whatever. And she like comes. Yeah. Cause that's when all the like assistant captains or whatever show up in the real world. And she like fucking slaps him out of him and slaps him from a hollow. And is like, look, bitch, you need to get fucking over yourself and you need to start, you know, fucking fighting and like, you know, being an actual goddamn protagonist instead of a depressed boy. Uh, Cause you got shit to do. But um, also, I think it would have been cooler to have the main character not marry the girl with the big boobs for once. Yeah, with the big boobs and the ditzy personality. Yeah. Well, then they like, I don't know, maybe this is like get fixed later on, but like they made the like, and maybe this is just Eisen fucking with me as well, because like I haven't got to this part yet, but I feel like they've made like a really big deal about Orihime's powers and that they're almost like world breaking in a sense. <laughs> they basically said that she has like, the power to like make anything that happened not happen. And I'm like, how the fuck does that even like work on like, forget like soul society shit. Like, cause her shit is not soul society powers. Like, it's just like a fucking, I don't know. I guess. Like, how does that even like work? She's just like, Oh, I don't want this to happen. And then she has like magical fairies that like make it not happen. Like, yeah, I don't know. Her powers seem like the most fucked up. No, my, my biggest question about Bleach um, that I've mm-hmm. always had was, uh, was Rukia ever alive? I would assume so. Or did she was she a Soul Society person? Well, I, my assumption based on the world building from having read it, which is that every person that is in Soul Society, uh, not like a Soul Reaper or whatever, but like in Soul Society in general – is a dead person. Yeah, but we saw Rukia grow up. Spirit. Well, yeah, and then I guess in some way you can grow up because then, like, she's a kid, but then you can also go to, like, Soul Reaper Academy. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. It's not like you're born to be a Soul Reaper. Like, you go to, like, fucking school. So, but yeah. do, we, do we not see other people who die who go, who go to Soul Society who are the same age as when they died? Like, I don't know. They kind of, like, put that part... I mean, that's another thing, which is, like, his world building is kind of, like, loosey-goosey, because then it's, like, that's a part of the thing that gets left to the like side. In my, in my mind... Hold on, we do. Because I think when Chad shows up, he show he meets up with the fucking parrot kid that showed up in, like, that one arc. So, like, there... You definitely showed up, and, like, he showed up as a kid. So I guess you show up whatever age you die, and then you can grow up. From there, maybe? I don't know. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, like, there are people who are, like... Because yeah. how do you have kids in Soul Society? And, like, like at the end of the manga, Rukia and uh, Renji have kids. They have kids? I'm Yeah. They have, like, a Soul Society baby. I, well, well, because people do get married, because that's the whole thing with Byakuya and why so, he likes... Right. So yeah, that, that, that baby has was never alive. Yeah, I guess not. So in my mind, there's there's a whole separate race of soul society people who just who are just alive and soul society. Well, that's like spirit beings, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's something that's really explained. Yeah, they, 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 
Him talk about it. Yeah, I don't know because Biakia doesn't have a kid. Like he just kind of adopts Rukia into the family. But Biakia, I assumed he was born in the spirit world because he's part of like the noble family. So he's not just some random fucking spirit. Like exactly, he's born into like this noble like spirit reaper family. So I guess there are like kids that can grow up in spirit world. Yeah, or in soul society. Um. Also, I think aesthetically, I just really like that in Hueco Mundo, everybody speaks Spanish. Yeah. That's like kind of canon that they're all like fucking Spanish. I'm like, okay, I dig it. That's cool yeah. shit. And all their powers, like all the fucking, you know, Soul Reaver powers are Japanese or whatever, but all of like the Iron Car powers are all Spanish. I'm like, okay, I dig it. I don't know why you have such antagonism towards the Spanish uh, Kubo, but sure. I think he appreciates All your bad guys are Spanish. I think it's just an interesting, like, it's more the drip, man. Like, fucking Spanish sounds fucking dope. So, like, Waco Mundo is, like, a cool fucking sounding name. Oh, for sure. Um, I guess we can move into some more stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of tie. I mean, I'll tie it in kind of, which is that the part two of Thousand Year Blood War is coming out later this year. So I'm hoping... Before that happens, which I should have happen, because I'm gonna stop it once I get to Thousand Blood War in the manga, and then I'll just read the anime, or I'll just watch the anime, and then hopefully by then I'll have caught up. So yeah, there you go. Looking ahead to Bleach in 2023. Cool. Um, for me, I'll start going through some 2023. Um, yeah. Excitement things. No, no order exactly. I got a couple. Well, you were gonna hit most of the movies, so I kind of saved that for you. So, oh, cool, man. Uh, I'm gonna start you off with one. Um, Napoleon. I haven't heard about this. It's Napoleon, no, I, I, I'll pick. I don't know the fuck you want to call it, but it's oh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. Huh. Napoleon. I about this actually. I didn't do a, a good job of making my list like with all the fucking facts because I was like, yeah. oh, I'll pull it up later. But no, um, you're good. Napoleon, twenty twenty three, Ridley Scott. Oh, Ridley Scott. Okay, Joaquin Phoenix. Is Joaquin Napoleon? Joaquin Napoleon. You know that actually sounds pretty good. That sounds sick, right? That sounds. I would watch that in a heartbeat. Yeah, exactly. I'm 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 stoked for it. Hell yeah, dude! That sounds dope. Um, the killer, which is from David Fincher. Oh shit! He's coming out with a movie. If I'm correct, this is a graphic novel, which I have not read, but I know that it's a French graphic novel. And from the description, it kind of reminded me of The Professional. Okay. Um, interesting, but yeah, obviously anything David Fincher does, it's must watch. Oh yeah. Always. Except for fight club. (laughs) Now now you're just trying to make enemies. Uh, three musketeers, new French movie coming out. I saw a trailer for it on YouTube. It's Uh like, has, um, what's her name? Green. Ava green. What's her name? Ava green. It is Ava green. Isn't it? Is it? What's her name? Something green? I think it's Ava Green. Three Musketeers. 2023. Yeah, yeah from uh, uh, Casino? Yeah, it's called... There's two of them coming out. It's Three Musketeers, D'Artagnan, and Three Musketeers, Milady. Okay. 
Um, I saw the trailer for the Dr. Tanyan movie, and it looks really sick. They're both coming out next year? I believe so. Ava Green and a bunch of people that I have no idea about. Um, Vincent Castle, which we've seen him before, Cassell. Yeah, but it looks like a like a really cool updated version of Three Musketeers. And I don't, I don't, I don't know French movies that well. Um, I think okay. I've seen like one French movie my entire life. Uh, two. I've seen two French movies my entire life. I think I might have seen only one. I've seen two. I've seen obviously I talk about all time Le Samurai, mm. and we call Heartbreaker, which will start yeah. Romain Duris. Um, so that movie. Three Musketeers, Shin Kamen Rider. Hell yeah, dude. Coming out in March, I believe. Hell yeah. So when are we supposed to get Shin Kamen Rider, though? Because I actually saw, uh, when I was looking up randomly on Rotten Tomatoes, that Ultraman is coming to theaters. Yeah, it's playing locally near me, too. Yeah, finally. I was like, oh, finally. I might actually have to take a trip out to the cinema and watch Shin Shin Ultraman in all of its large screen glory. Um, next thing on my list though is Tetris. Tetris? Bio biopic about the guy who made Tetris starring um okay. Taron Edgerton. Okay. 2023. Uh what else we got? Flamin' Hot, which is a documentary about the guy who made Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Uh Operation Wait, really uh, running out of documentary uh That's what else right up my alley. If they if they did a whole series on docuseries on people who made soda, I, I would be watching it like every. I think we're gonna say a whole documentary on like the people who founded Frito Lay. Yeah, oh, these are the, the guy the documentary on how they made like you know Pepsi Zero. Like I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next movie, Operation Fortune, Russe de Guerre, which is the new movie from Guy Ritchie. Oh, it's called Operation Fortune. Operation Fortune that's coming out. Okay, uh, Barbie. I haven't watched that trailer yet, and I don't know if I'm actually interested in this or not. I know it's a woman who did, like, what is it, Lady Bird and, like, Little Women? Or she wrote it or something like that. Um, I'm interested mostly because it's Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. Yeah, I'm just interested to see what they're going to do with it, for sure. Yeah. Um, It's not just going to be, like, you know, I'm, like, Daytime Barbie or whatever the fuck. So I mean, yeah, it's some sort of like satirical. How you're thing. actually gonna make like Barbie into like a movie? Yeah. Uh, next thing I got is Asteroid City, which is the new movie from Wes Anderson. Ooh. Only because obviously I like I'm fine with his movies. I think they're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one has Tom Hanks in it. Ooh. So okay. uh, down for that. Uh, Star Trek Four is apparently gonna come out this year. We'll see if that happens. Is that J.J. Abrams or is that the guy who did Star Trek Three? Uh, I have no idea who's supposed to be working on it. I just know that they're they're talking about it. Okay. If it does, I doubt it. If it, unless they're done shooting, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer. Yep. I'm interested That's- to see if this is just going to be a retelling of that, or if there's going to be some Christopher Nolan. Like, I feel like it. I'm wondering if it's going to be more like a Dunkirk kind of thing. Or if it's gonna have some like weird shit that he just like hasn't put in the trailer yet. Mm. Well, I would be more. I, I would assume he was gonna make it realistic, like more Dunkirk than yeah. But it would be kind of shitty to not have it just be about. Because if you're gonna call it that, call it Manhattan. Yeah, that's true. 
Don't call it. Don't call it Oppenheimer. I'm still waiting for an adaptation of the Manhattan Projects. That's what I want. Yeah, like, don't like just call it like you would call it that for it to be like Dunkirk, where you're just having following, following other people. But like, yeah, that's called Oppenheimer makes me think it's gonna be about him like growing up. Beautiful mm-hmm. mind, but for this this guy, yeah. Uh, Evil Dead Rise. Did you watch the trailer for it? I actually watched it uh, against my will from YouTube uh, yesterday. I don't know. I'm like, the Evil Dead has not been my thing because I'm not really good with like the scary faced demons. It's not really a thing that like gets my mind a tingling because that's usually what sets off my nightmares. But um, it did look like interesting. Um, It's, I was asking somebody about this because he was more into more horror movies than I am, but I don't think he'd looked it up. But I know it's, I guess Raimi has like a part and Campbell both have a part. I think they're like producing it or something mm-hmm. like that. I was wondering if it's the same director who did like the reboot or whatever that happened. I don't, I don't think it is. Ago. Okay. I could be wrong, but I don't think it is. It really, that one was like not well received. I don't think. Like I, I, every, Everything I've heard from people is that they loved it. Of the 2013 one or whatever? Horror fans, like on YouTube, like collectors. Okay. I've, I've only ever heard positive things about it because it's a very it's a scary movie. Yeah. Um, And I haven't seen that movie because it's a scary movie. Yeah. But Evil Dead 1, which is, I, I would assume of the three of them, would be the scariest one. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead 1 is not scary. Yeah. I mean, they all have like, well, the first two have like, ooh, spooky. Yeah. Like spooky moments in it, for like for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely stuff in Evil Dead 2, which is my favorite one. That's like, okay, that's that's creepy looking. Yeah. Um, but none of it's ever like, I want to like it's scary. But is this, Evil Dead the one with Evil Ash? Or is that Evil uh, Dead? Or is that Evil? I'm trying to remember Evil. That's Evil Dead. His hand, his hand gets infected in two. Okay. And he has that. That's I don't think he goes. He goes Evil in Evil Dead too. Okay. Evil Dead 3. Okay. Interesting. Evil Dead 2, I'm trying to remember because I, I watched it like, not even like, like, watched it like last I've year. I've never seen any of them, so. I've seen them. Which I feel is like a, a hole in my filmography, but it's also like, I guess hearing you say that it's not that scary makes me more interested to watch it because I feel yeah, like we I, have I have seen them of... minimal times. I've seen Evil Dead 1 twice. Okay. I've seen Evil Dead 2 like twice. I've seen Evil Dead 3 like five times. Because I feel like me and you have the same tolerance for spooky. Yeah. So. I definitely I will, I probably will never watch Evil Dead 1 ever again because it, yeah. it's definitely played more like a horror film. Mm-hmm. Whereas Evil Dead 2 is like that is a bigger that's where the more of the comedy stuff comes in. Right. And then Evil Dead 3 is like not scary at all to me. Yeah. Which I don't think they're playing it that way. Mm-hmm. Um I think that if it wasn't the horror comedy aspect of it, I would definitely not have ever watched it. Like, the only reason why I've watched Ash vs. Evil Dead is purely because it's that realm of, like, supernatural comedy kind of stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I think I'm pretty sure Evil Ash is in three. I, 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 I'm, like, pretty confident. Yeah. Okay. It's hard because I've never like I'm not like this Evil Dead connoisseur that people love, you know. Like people really love those movies, and like I'm not necessarily, um, in that. Okay. 
Interesting. Physical, he says, yeah, he's he's an army of darkness, yeah. Okay. Because I'm, th- I'm thinking like an, e- an evil dead too. He, he, there's, yeah, there's no, he's not, he, he just fights the fucking demon. Okay. Uh, so Evil Dead Rise, it's a movie that I watched a trailer and it definitely is way more spooky than I was hoping for. Mm. Yeah, it was, it's pretty spooky. Yeah, so it was way more spooky than I was hoping for. So that's a movie that's going to be where I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it at home with the blinds open in the middle of the daylight. Yeah. I'm not going to a theater to go watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, what else I got next? Um, Evil Dead Rise, Oppenheimer, Havoc, which is the new movie from Garrett, Gareth Evans. Oh, nice. Aaron Tom Hardy. Hell yeah. It's pretty good. Looking forward to it. Uh, the last movie he made was like the Netflix one, right? Like 2018. Yeah, he did the Netflix one and then he had, he had a show. Yeah, yeah. The the like London gangster show, right? Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't watched that yet. I feel like I need to. I watched the first season; it was good. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't the raid, but it was right. What, 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 what it also wasn't really the raid either. That was like a whole different kind of thing. So I don't fuck with that. Yeah, um, I think I got two more. Okay, or a couple, a couple more, but two more movies. Okay, uh, John Wick Four. Yeah, John Wick Four was on my list too. And I think sure. after John Wick Four, it's time to end it. It feels like it. I mean, it feels like it's been going on for like a while. At this point, oh. honestly, after John Wick 3, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, I felt like after John Wick 2, I was like, okay. And then John Wick 3 ended, and I was like, oh, we're like, we're going to do it again? Okay. I, and I've watched, I, like I just watched all of them recently. I feel like John Wick 3 ends the same way John Wick 2 was, which is like, okay. The movie ends, and now every assassin is after him again. And I'm like, oh, but that's the same way you ended John Wick 2. That he fucking killed the guy in the hotel, and now everybody's after him. But John Wick 2 is like, okay, everyone's after him because there's the there's the, the bounty on him. Right. But John Wick 3 is like, now the entire system is after you, I guess. But I thought the whole point was that the entire system was already after Because, like... He broke the rule in the hotel, so like the whole system was after him now. I thought that was like the whole point. I thought so too, but then they they said no. Like, I know, I really, I I'm just gonna say I do not understand the John the ending of John Wick three. Like somehow he like cleared his name, and then we ended the movie, and he was like, oh yeah, his name's on the red list again. And I'm like, what? Well, why? He, no, he cleared his friend's name. He cleared Ian McShane's name because they're like you can you can come back yeah, to the Ian whole- McShane betrayed him. Yeah, you can come back to the fold if you shoot John. So he shoots John. Whether or not that's a team they did on purpose or not, I don't know. Okay. I'm assuming it's like he he let John let him do it because they're friends. Ian McShane uh, shows back up in four, right? Like he's I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched a trailer. I thought he showed back up in the trailer. Then he falls down and then the the Lawrence Fishburne brings him and says, Hey, we're gonna go fight the system or whatever. Yeah, some some shit like that, yeah. And then, and then we I guess Donnie Yen is like an old friend who he's gonna be like an assassin. Yeah, I I forgot. Until I recently uh, watched a thing about it, but I didn't watch. Well, not that I forgot. I realized that the main bad guy of John Wick Three was Mark Strong, and I was like, Decascos oh. or Decascos, Mark Decascos. I was like, Oh, he looks. Yeah, he shave his head off. Yeah, it's Crying Freeman. Yeah, Double Dragon, dude. Yeah, that's fucking drive. That's my guy. Only the so, strong survive. You know, man. Only the strong. So, um, 
because I just rewatched those recently, dude. Like, and I was so I was kind of like baffled by like, and I love those movies, but I was kind of baffled yeah, by the, the movies. Too. Like the action in them is great, but I feel like the story, especially after the second movie, like yeah. I feel like the third movie story, I was like, what is happening? One is a fantastic 10 out of 10 action movie. Yes. Great story. Great story, and great action. It's so ambiguous, and the world building is there, but they don't overdo it. Two, you get a little bit more. They dive a little bit more into the hotel. as uh, like, Number three yeah. leaves you with weird questions about yeah. world building. That's also the one where he like visits the desert or whatever, right? He has to like yeah. pop his finger off as like yeah. a helmet or some shit. Right. But all that stupid whatever. But yeah. even before that, right? Beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. Okay. So John, we learn where John's from, right? He's from I Belarus. Been a while since I need to rewatch three. So he's from Belarus. He's an orphan or whatever the fuck. Yeah. He's taken in by the, the this, you know. Right. So that's where the, the dance teacher, right? The wrestling teacher, the, the ballet teacher. Yeah. The, we see all the, the Black Widow Academy. We see yeah. all the how they're trained. So we know that they're good. They talk about how this place is so brutal and this place is this place trains some of the best yeah. assassins and fighters. We know John is from here, so we assume John mm-hmm. has some of the best training. Yeah, we know John was a Marine. They never say that, but his back his back tattoo of, of a Marine tattoo. So, so at some point, John went to the Marines. Whatever, came, maybe came back, became a SAS. Whatever the fuck, who knows? But in John Wick Three uh, Zero, which is Mark DeCascos, I'm pretty sure his name is. Yeah, his ninjas very easily, very easily break into the Russian place, the Belarus place, and yeah. like people very easily yeah they fuck them all up don't they so it's kind of like did you let them do this to just to make penance with the with the secret court or because in my mind you look really fucking weak and if you're really fucking weak then what's the fucking point of you john wick coming from you yeah don't they kill all the they leave the dance teacher alive don't they don't they or do they not they like stab her hands do they okay yeah, so she's alive because that's that, that's her penance for helping John, but yeah. it almost like counteracts the point. Like if you want to have John look untouchable, and you you build up this training academy as being very tough training, tough tough export of people. The point being that like the general populace that makes their way through this academy, which is the show mm-hmm. is coming out as following the, the the dancer we see in the show in the movie, yeah. right? So if you want to say that, this, that these people should be feared and that they talk about how they're powerful and they're well-trained, then that sh- that scene should not happen. Yeah. Because the the general person should be able to spot the ninjas and kill them before they even try to break in. I would assume so. If you're supposed to be like these uber-powerful, like, you know, like yeah. one of the best assassin schools or whatever. Yeah, cause then, because then John easily destroys Zero and his people the yeah. rest of the movie. So like – if we're going to say that John is just the pure anomaly of everybody. Is okay, he just a Baba Yaga? Baba Yaga. It just doesn't really make sense to me that like. Yeah. I mean, world building wise, if you're trying to build up this school and then the school gets completely fucked, then. It, yeah. It's lame. Yeah. It's never making sense. It, it kills the ballet. The, the, the show's called like ballet dancer or whatever the fuck. I don't know what it's called, but like. Yeah. It ruin it really ruins that. Now I think this whole place is weak. Yeah. If a bunch, if like five Japanese dudes can like break into your thing and kill your fucking big ass dudes, like I guess the assumption is that you're supposed to show like 
how powerful fucking Zero's men are that they can go in there and like fucking destroy this whole thing. But but yeah, but then you have later points where like John just like fucking kills him. If you can, if you just had Zero like break in, yeah. Okay, cool. Zero's a master ninja. Yeah, I get that. That is like fucking lackeys. Yeah, his lackeys are also like killing everybody. Like we have this entire house. We see John walk through the house. It's like like fifty billion dudes in this house. Yeah, there's a ton of children in here wrestling. Like they at this point, they've all been trained to an extent. You tell me, none of them had noticed ninjas walking through your house. I don't know. You think the teachers would fucking notice some shit? You would think like, okay, cool. Maybe let's let's take the script and let's realize, like, just like in pro wrestling, yeah. if we decide to do this, we have now just set back this entire organization like fifteen power levels back. Yeah, because we try, we let we let them, we let zero go over to make mm-hmm. zero look tougher, but then we have him easily killed killed by John. Yeah. It just it kind of ruins. Yeah, it makes him weird that yeah he goes over on this one school and then he just is like a fucking what do they call him? A jobber for John. Yeah, and like the whole point like if you remember remember from the part where he's talking to the lady who trained him. Yeah, raised him. He's like he he's like begging her like no you owe me like I'm yeah, like scared of her. I am I am from here. I yeah. am of people. You owe me. You, I'm thinking like oh this lady is like a fucking. Yeah, maybe she's not necessarily the most tough fighter now because she's old, but the right. people who are going to guard her are going to be fucking insane. Yeah, maybe not John Wick level because who is? That's yeah. the point. But like they're going to be fucking brutal because like they ca- John came from here. Yeah, so they're going to be the most feared. That's what I would think. Like the most feared assassin is going to be coming is going to be from the most feared place. Yeah, but what do we get? Not that. Not that. Definitely get, not that. We get the complete opposite. We we get fucking. We get a bunch of dudes jobbed out to you know Mark Dacascos. Yeah, it, it just it was, it's just stupid writing. It's just so stupid. Yeah, and I remember rewatching that last month, being like, "This is terrible." Yeah, this is completely stupid. Yeah, which sucks because the action for the rest, of the, like the action in the movie, is great. Like the intro fight scene where he's like fucking running through all the different shops or whatever, and like fighting off the assassins. But then, then fucking Ian McShane and fucking uh, what's his name from The Wire and fucking yeah, I can't remember. It's the black guy. Yeah, oh uh, god, I can't remember his name. But they can fight the they can fight the SWAT team coming from the yeah, full bodied full body armored SWAT team that like, like takes like multiple like fucking full slug shotgun shells yeah, to take down. But the fucking people that train John Wick can't fight a couple, like five ninjas. Yeah. Ah, uh, stupid. I don't know. That fight at the end is really good with what's his, the guys from the raid. I can't remember who the fuck they are, but yeah. that ending fight is like so good. But uh, my last the story being shit. Yeah. Uh, my last thing on my list as and this is my number one most looking forward to movie. Can I guess? Go ahead. Is it Creed 3? No. Actually, I didn't put that on my list. That was on my list, so I was wondering if we were going to have that overlap. But yes, Creed Three. Well, hey, you, you read me off your list next. I'll go. I'll go tell me when the one last. Okay. Uh, so the only th- I had Creed Three, which looks dope. I'm excited to get into that. Um, Dune Two. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Um, I'm interested to see if, as a duology, if both together, it gives me what I want. Because I really, I think we both really liked the first part. Oh, that was um, fun. 
So we'll see if the second part gives us what we really need. Hold on, real quick. Sorry, pause that there. Yeah. Going back to Creed 3. Yeah. I um I just rewatched the trailer like again like two days ago because I was on yeah. YouTube. Um and I it's such it's such anime. Is it? It's so anime. anime shit. Like not even Hajime, but just like in general, like oh, just like anime as fuck. Did you watch the trailer? I watched it uh, when it first came out, but I haven't rewatched it. So in the trailer, like, you know, Adonis is coming out. He's like, yeah. And then Jonathan Majors is there, like, with the hood on his car and next to his car. He's like, yo, man, get get off my car, man. Yeah. Takes the hood off. He's like, yeah, that's right. Yes, because Jonathan Majors was like his childhood friend who like went to prison for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, he's like, I did time for you, bitch. And it's like. Dude, this is so anime. Like taking all your shit. Your shit is mine. It's so funny. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so down for it. Like it's like, yeah. If you keep making these movies like super duper, I mean, I'm I'm for it with a shit like that. I forgot that. Yeah, Jonathan Majors is yeah, like the antagonist. Because I was trying to remember. I was like, I remember that it's coming out, but I couldn't remember. And I was like, oh yeah, Jonathan Majors because he looks buff as hell. Yeah, he's like the biggest I've ever seen him. He looks so cute. It's also act like. So we're assuming that he's going to you know, start knocking people out brutally until yeah. he fights Adonis for the belt or whatever. I would assume that that's how he finally gets – because he shows up to Creed's gym. Yeah. And then, then maybe that's when he starts knocking out his students until he fights he, he, he starts getting pro fights and he yeah. starts winning and he fights Adonis or whatever and they start to yeah. start. Maybe he beats Adonis and gets the belt and Adonis to come and back. And you set it up for Creed 4, baby. Or maybe they'll well, they'll do what they do in normal Rocky. You do, like, you do the, yeah, them fight twice in the same movie. Yeah. Twice in the same movie, but like, what what it's going to be? And this is the real the real sport nerd brain, which is like he spent the last eighteen years in jail. Mm-hmm. There's no way he beats a pro fighter. Yeah, because the pro no, fighter has spent every day since they were ten, like doing this. Well, I guess that's the kind of thing with Creed, right? Because he really. Hadn't been, had he? I can't remember Creed one. I don't think he was fighting his whole life. I think he was like training, and then he did it, he did it all in the secret. Yeah, maybe something like that. Because I know his mom didn't want him to fight. That was like no. part of the whole thing. But yeah, it's like they're going to, which I mean, Rocky in general is super duper bullshit, anyways. Well, yeah. Like the robot that serves you. I was about to say the robot. Well, like fucking Adolf Lundgren in Rocky yeah. Four, just being a fucking robot, essentially. Well, yeah, just like fucking Russian technology shit to make him like the fucking. I, 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 I'm talking about the actual robot that Rocky. Well, yeah, has. no, yeah, the robot butler. Yeah, <laughs> but I like, also like the fact that you know Rocky definitely would not have won. But I, I do appreciate though that that, that people forget, and mm. I think if like, people Rocky fans remember this, but like Rocky was a boxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wasn't good enough to go pro, so he became a so he became a no a debt collector. Yeah, and I think that fact gets missed a lot. Mm-hmm. He, I, you assume he's been training his whole life, yeah, and just you no know, couldn't make ends meet, and so he had to become a bad guy. Whereas with Adonis, it's never—I don't remember it ever being really explained beyond like he obviously he had some. Well, like, from what I remember, the first time he really, uh, really started training was when he finally meets up with Sylvester, and he basically like blackmails him into training him. Because he's yeah. like, you fucking knew my dad, you fucking piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. I remember he was like a fucking piece of shit to Rocky yeah. for some reason. He like blamed Rocky for Apollo's death. And I was like, I don't know how you can do that, but sure. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it too, though. Sorry. You go back. Yeah. Go back to what you're saying. Um, so, yeah. So Creed 3, Dune 2, 
I don't think there's a subtitle for Dune 2 yet. I think it's just called Dune 2 right now. Um, I kind of do want to see this just because I want to know if it actually gonna is going to be a dumpster fire or not. But Super Mario Bros., um, I'm interested to see. The, tr- the last trailer that they showed like didn't look too bad. Um, I just think that it's – I don't know. I'm not like – molding over it like a lot of people are in like the video game space that Chris Pratt is Mario but I think it is weird that he does he makes no attempt to even try to do an accent just slightly he's just like uh, it's it's me I'm Chris Pratt you just yeah. get what you get which is weird because like I feel like he was a lot more expressive and stuff in like the Lego movie and shit like that like I feel like he knows how to do voice acting but in this and that maybe it's just because they really haven't shown a lot off of it. And maybe there's a reason why they haven't shown a lot off of it. But I just feel like it doesn't feel like it has that same type of energy as like yeah. some of his other roles have had. Like it kind of almost feels like he's just cashing in the paycheck. Which sucks. Which, like which, everybody else in the movie seems like they're fucking putting in fucking work. Like Jack Black and as Bar- Bowser, I was like, hell yeah. Fucking Donkey Kong. I was like, hell yeah. And then you got Charlie Day as Luigi. And I'm like, you know, Charlie Day is going to kill it. So. Yeah, Nightman. Nightman, baby. Looking for the day man. Woo! Um, so, so Super Mario. Indiana Jones. Um, no. I do want to watch it. Um, no. I mean, at this point, I'm like, I'm fucking invested, man. I'm fucking all in. So I just have to. Well, the series died in 1989 or whatever. It did. It. No, well, I mean, it died with The Last Crusade, obviously. But yeah, 89 or something? I think it was 89. Last Crusade. 89. Yeah, 89. Right on the cusp of the 90s. Um, And then um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, one of the only Marvel properties that I'm like actually kind of invested in because I do like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Pause you there. Yeah. Excuse me. Because here's my thing. I can't stand Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Guardians of the Galaxy fucking sucks. I know. We've had this before. I don't know. I really do like the team up of Guardians of the Galaxy. I think the team up can fucking kick rocks. I think <laughs> I think that all those characters and the way that I think James Gunn can kick rocks. Well, I think you're gonna about to get a whole fucking lot more of him with DC, so that's why I, I was going to. I think his movies are all the fucking same. I think they're all the same fucking kind of movie. I think, well, I think the Suicide Squad was the best example of that, which is like he just basically made the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but right. with more blood. And I've seen his trauma stuff, and I've seen Slither or whatever. If he did Slither, I'm pretty sure he, he did. did Slither, yeah. Fine movie. Fine. They're fine. It was fun. Trauma stuff, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Can, we, can he make a different kind of movie? It doesn't seem like it at this point. I feel like, and don't get me wrong, you like if people like the whole idea of like I'm gonna make a dick and ball jump, farts, oh guns. Hey, hey, you're no. making Superman, motherfucker. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe that's the big thing. Is yeah, maybe he's not directing it, but he's choosing people to oh, make doing Superman. He's do, he's in charge of Batman. He'll be in charge of you know everything. He'll be in charge of Green Lantern. Like he'll be in charge of everything. So if you're gonna be Kevin Feige of yeah. these movies. And you come from, ha, ha, pff, ha, balls and dicks. That's what you come from. 
which is um, and then you play fucking a song from the 70s yeah and people were like oh my god so good it's so good it's like 80s mostly not red bone from 70s it's like 70s and 80s so you play shit from his childhood and farts and fucking guns and shit and stupid little jerking off in the corner some stupid jerky, uh, jerky, herky, fucking quirky bullshit, and people are like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" It's like fucking, it's like with Wes Anderson. Oh my god, it's so colorful the fucking thing. Listen, listen. Hey, you put Wes Anderson on your list, so here's no, no. I like Wes Anderson, but the point being, like, people like him purely, like, if oh, he's yeah, like, because of the. If you're, if you're like Wes Anderson's gonna do the new Superman movie. I'd be like, fuck. Have, have you seen that skit video someone made years ago of like? If Wes Anderson made the X Men, no, I haven't seen that. It's, it's brilliant. It, it's so accurate. It's so fucking funny. Um, but no, he's making Superman. And my brain and people, I see people on YouTube, people like toy collectors who I follow, or people I, I mm-hmm. talk toy toy stuff, who are like, "Yo, guys, there is not a better option for the DCU than James fucking Gunn. <clears throat> he's going to crush it." And I think to myself, do you people watch movies? <laughs> and they do. They watch superhero movies. I was going to say, they probably watch the MCU. And I'm not saying that my, my movie taste is end-all, be-all. It's not. I fucking love 90s VHS action movies. I'm not saying that I'm an A24 motherfucker. I'm the opposite end of the spectrum. But right. my point being this, I have enough of a fucking brain to know maybe – James Gunn can do this. I know he can make a movie. Mm-hmm. I know he can make a good movie. Yeah. But his track record makes me think that we're going to see a wheat field in Kansas. And it's there. It's an open field of Kansas, and it's bright blue bright blue clouds. Sky yeah. is blue. is crystal blue. And we see a tractor slowly going by, you know, Doing some tractor shit. And then in the, the spaceship hits the tractor. And then the spaceship hits the tractor. And then fucking Pa and Ma can't get up to the spaceship. Oh my God. And it opens up and there's a little Clark Kent. <laughs> That's what I expect. Okay. Because he does not make any movie that has any emotional, any sort of range. Yeah. It's all pretty. It's uh... surface level Deadpool bullshit. I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2 had a little bit more range, specifically. Oh, in the no, my dad, my dad, you get rid of my dad. Cool stuff. I think it's more with uh, Star Lord and uh, fucking, uh, what is it? Not Mickey Rourke. What the fuck is his name? Yeah, fucking whatever his name is. Yeah. The, Michael that's in the Ravagers. Like, that was a more interesting storyline. But then he just says, I'm Mary Poppins. And so. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck was his goddamn? Is it like Michael Walker or some shit or some. Michael Walker, that's what it is. Yeah, Michael Walker's character. It, it's like the point is this: I have no actual problem with James Gunn as a filmmaker. I don't. People like his movies. They're from what I've seen. I've seen all his movies at this point. They're fine movies for what they are. Yeah. I don't have confidence that this guy, and I could be completely fucking wrong, and I hope I am. Hmm. But like, you're gonna give me Green Lantern? I I adore. I love all those characters except for the new ones. I love those characters. Yeah, the ones that kind of end with me are, what is, Kyle Rayner is probably the last one, really. 
I mean, here's the last one for me, but there's also the three other ones I don't give a fuck about. Oh, yeah, no, but I don't give a fuck about any like, of the, the New 52 even, after, I don't give a fuck about. So. Let's say, like, he he does GL or he's no producing GL or whatever. Yeah. Maybe he's directing it. I don't fucking know. It's going to be like Green Lantern is going to be fighting someone in space. He's going to be like, you know what? And make a giant green middle finger. Like, he's gonna be, it's going to be stupid shit like that. Wasn't the fucking Green Lantern movie with Ron Reynolds basically that? Probably, I can't. That's exactly my point. It's fucking Deadpool. It's probably like once, but it's Deadpool Garbo. Like it's yeah. the fact that I'm seeing people so stoked on this, and like the reason that you like Guardians of the Galaxy is because it's different from the MCU. Yeah, and if this dude has no history of making act and a movie that has actual stakes or actual emotional development, or actual character development mm-hmm. beyond, oh, I live in Kansas. <laughs> How are you excited? Because I've seen Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah my parents died. Yeah. yeah, I've seen Suicide Squad. It's fun, but it sucks. It's, a, it's, it's stupid. It's a stupid movie with a stupid concept. That's why you made the movie. Oh, the plot? You mean yeah, the plot stuff. Yeah, I've seen the I've seen bits of Peacemaker or whatever. It fucking sucks. I never watched Peacemaker. I don't know. He's not like the my he's not even like the best part of that movie. But you watch Guardians, and yeah. like you said, you watch Suicide Squad, and if you watch Peacemaker, it's all Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Quirky characters doing quirky things in a quirky time with quirky music that people like from nostalgia. Yeah. Can he do something else? I hope he can. We'll see. I hope, so. I hope so. But if I see fucking Batman and it's the fucking Bruce Wayne and fucking Martha and fucking what's his name? Daddy, Daddy Kent are walking out of the fucking theater and then fucking hey, you dude, that? They got Matt Reeves Batman, so it was fucking hey, give me your pearls. Ah, and like, you know, and like here's the thing. Fucking no, fucking no, fart no, the no, nobody in his movies actually fart, but like I know. The point is the same. Houston so much because like nothing that happens. None of his characters fart, but that it's the equivalent. I get what you're saying, yes. It's, it's the equivalent of a fart. Toilet bowl lover humor for it's, the most it's part. the most boring like like I love Dave Bautista in those movies, but let's be real, like it's like half of the sh- it's like quirky one liners that are like the shit is the joke is he doesn't understand English. Like that's the joke, basically. Like it's just no one farts in these movies. But the, the point being the fart is an exam is a is a metaphor for what is actually happening in his films, which is like yes. the most dumbed down if people love Tarantino for fucking his dialogue. The sound effect would be like <laughs> that's a, that's the that's how I would verbalize Quentin Tarantino movies, which is like <laughs> and then and then the opposite of that, which is James Gunn, which is <laughs> that's, that's what that is. That's what that is. So oh, fair enough. So what else is on your list, Steve? <laughs> Still looking forward to it, but yes. No, uh, I, I, I only got two more things until right. I get to uh, my last uh, my last one. So I only okay. got three more left. Um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Because hmm. I really did like the first movie. And I'm yeah. interested to see how much they're expanding it. They're expanding it quite a bit from the trailer. I think yeah. what I showed in, in the trailer, they like even had like PS4. The PlayStation Spider-Man like walking around. I was like, damn, we're going like that far? All right. No Nick Cage. No Nick Cage, though. No Nick Cage. No uh, no John Mulaney. 
No uh, spider pig. I'm fine with that. You grab a spider pig already? I'm fine with that. No, um, what was the other one? Uh, fucking Animu Spider Girl with her robot spider. Yeah. Uh, or the other ones? Those are the main ones. It's basically just him and Spider Gwen, and then I feel like they're gonna like tangentially like say that there's other Spider Verses, but like it's really just gonna be him, Spider Gwen, and then 2023, and like that's basically it. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Which is like him being Spider. I was like, hell yeah, stuff for that. It would be. I would literally see. I would go see. I'm gonna see in theaters regardless. But I would, I would probably like. I never will jump out of my seat, but I would. Vi- I would visually like, like get get so stoked if I'm watching that movie and it cuts to like '90s animated Spider-Man with the polo and the jeans. Oh. I would be like, and then get the voice actor to do it. I get the actor to do it. Bro, I would be so stoked. That would be so fucking cool. Yeah, and then they animate the same way. Like they, like Ooh. Miles goes into that world, and he's like, it looks like the fucking nineties Spider. They, this would never happen. Dude. It would never happen. But I would be like, with like the classic Venom design walking around. Hell yeah. Yeah, or like or fucking <laughs> Smythe with his fucking spider bots. Hell yeah. And just like Peter being like so buff, like it would. Yeah. Or even like just give me the theme song of somewhere. Ooh. Just give me the guitar riff. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Give it to me. That's what we want, Sony. If it's not in there already, put it in there. Yeah. I don't care how long it takes. Delay it for another year. I don't give a fuck. Put it in there. Uh, two more. The other one, this is probably like the one like serious movie. Because he's the only one I know of that's coming out. Which is Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, which looks good. I mean, it's Leo. It's like Scorsese and Leo. It's like fucking peanut butter and jelly, man. They just go together. Yeah. So, but the uh, book is good. I haven't read the book yet, so um, I feel like I don't know if I want to read the book before or not. But um, from what from what I know about it, I'm like hell yeah, down for it. Um, so, Jason, mm-hmm. back to ping pong, back to you. What is your final movie that you're looking forward to in 2023? My number one most looked forward to movie of 2023 mm-hmm. is the James Gunn universe, movie universe. <laughs> uh, number one is I've already got some leaks for this because of some action figures. Oh, is the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem animated movie. I think it's produced by Seth Rogen talking about <laughs> that. that I was say, talking about <laughs> humor. That's going to be in that. Seth Rogen. <laughs> he was coming out with. I didn't realize they were coming out with a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, dude. TMNT Mutant Mayhem, the new movie coming out this is year. That, what style is that? Like based in like the Nickelodeon style? I would say it's closer to that for sure. You can see some images of the toys and stuff that, that have come out or that are coming Mutant out. Mayhem. Huh. Hold on. August 4th, apparently, is coming out. I don't mind this design. This art style is not bad. Apparently they're supposed to be like thirteen years old or something like they're like way younger, yeah, they're smaller, yeah. So like I'm, I'm definitely stoked for it. I mean, I really, really enjoy. I didn't watch the last TMNT show, uh huh. But I watched the movie I mentioned on the pod, and the movie was really, really good. Yeah, super duper anime. So I, I hope this watched... movie. Yeah, I hope this movie is less anime and more yeah. TMNT. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's so much TMNT going on that like. There's a lot. There's so much that There's so much you can pull from. I mean, I still need to get to. I don't know if that run even is even still going on, but IDW's run of TMNT. 
that they started. Is it still going on? Because they started that shit in like 2016 or something like that. It's 2011. Been, yeah, it's been a long. That's a long fucking run. I didn't realize. I, it. I was there. I remember. I was at the comic shop. And I, was, I was like, okay, I want this on my pull list because it's before it came out. Yeah. And is this the same run with like all the fucking like spirit things and like the Rat King and all that other fucking shit? That's yeah. Same universe. Wow. Okay. So like it's yeah, it's definitely like. It has to be the longest running TMNT, but I feel like it has. Yeah, to be. I um, I mean, 2011 years, fuck. When it came out, because I remember getting them at the shop and getting all four issues of the uh, issue one that had all the variants. But like, yeah, yeah, shit, dude. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I haven't watched any of the TMNT series since uh, the uh, uh, whatever the anime one. Oh three. Yeah. Oh three. Yeah. Um, that was like the last one that I like really watched because um, I think after I think that was the last one that happened for a while until they got bought by Nickelodeon because I think yeah, they did that series and then they did the TMNT like CGI movie the which I watched and I liked that that was fun yeah. and then I think after that that was like the last thing before the Michael Bay movies and then they got bought out by Nickelodeon which I think happened before the Michael Bay movies but the shows were, yeah, it was 2003, 07 was a movie, then 2012 was the next show. Yeah. So, it's been a while since I've really, like, dabbled into, like, current TMNT outside of the comics, but, um, but yeah, no, if that's coming out, hell yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's, fun. I mean, it's going to be a kid's movie, so it's going to be fun either way. Yeah. Um, what about you, dude? What's your number one, man, for 2023? What are you most excited Jason, for? Jason, you know, you know, we had to do it. We know we had to bring it back. It got delayed mm-hmm. a little bit. It got pushed back. But, you know, down but never out, man. It's fucking Mission Impossible 7, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, part oh, one, yeah. apparently, of the <laughs> two parter, which every time I think about that, I don't know how in the ever living fuck that's going to work as a Mission Impossible movie to have it split up into two. He's just going to lose. I guess. I guess you just whatever heist they're supposed to do doesn't happen. So yeah, I'm, gonna die, I'm assuming. I, I if I had to guess, I would say Rebecca Ferguson probably gets shot or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, is my guess. Or be more fucked up if they shot Simon Pegg. I'd be like, oh, dude, that bummer. I couldn't. I couldn't handle that. It'd be uh, even cool if they just killed off Ethan Hunt and part dude, one. Oh, shit, dude. And they, and they bring in someone new like producer on it and it's just like telling everybody what to do. Yeah. It's how good how smart would it be if like they try to do it with James Bond, but everyone got kind of like everyone's like, ah, let's not do this. Let's not do this. And in part one, they kill off Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Like they, they confirm he like he's dead. Like yeah. he dies. Part two, whole new guy for the IMF. Who would you even get to replace Ethan Hunt though? Is my thing. They have a uh, beginning of part two. They cut as a, as a super cut of a spy who's been working for ten years at some other part in the world who's like constantly like working alongside Ethan, but you never like like they're like rivals that we don't know about. Yeah. So well, would we know he's good. I they try to do that with Ghost Protocol a little bit. Like I feel like Jeremy Renner was supposed to be like a pseudo Tom Cruise replacement, and then everybody watched the movie and they're like, "That's not going to work." Yeah, yeah. I I would be kind of like. No, well, that's that's some guts. I would, I would for I sure would be doing gutsy, that. for sure. Yeah, that would be. I would be like, yo, I gotta see part two. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Be interested. I can't remember. I need to watch Fallout again. They killed what's his face, right? So it's not. It's gonna be a new, different, overarching big bad guy. 
Which one? Henry Cavill? No, well, yeah, Henry Cavill definitely died. But uh, whatever, Simon, whatever the fuck his name was, the guy who ran the Rogue Nation. I thought so. I thought they killed him too. I like, so, yeah. Ferguson, I think, like, chokes him out or some shit. I honestly couldn't tell you a single thing about the story because story, I don't know any of them. All I remember is that Henry Cavill was a bad guy and Tom Cruise was in a helicopter trying to chase down a nuclear yeah. missile. I remember uh, number one and then that's it. I remember two just because I watched that one so much because that was the one we had on like DVD as a kid. So that was the one that I watched like over and over again. So I think my brother asked me about this when I was at his uh, house. He was like asking me to rank the Mission Impossible movies. And I was like, that's hard because I know what objectively is the worst one, but I also kind of love it. Uh, which is my, I mean, Mission Impossible 2 is objectively the worst one. It's the one that makes the least amount of sense, but I also kind of fucking love it because it's fucking stupid and it makes no sense. It's the worst one, but made by the best director. I was going to say, it's made by the best director, but it's objectively like the worst from a story perspective. Um, And then 3 is like, fine. Uh, I mean, it's J.J. Abrams and it's like, it's totally a J.J. Abrams movie. I think that one's really elevated by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Um, and then four. Well, I don't know. I really don't like four. Honestly, the Ghost Protocol is kind of like. And I guess nostalgia wise, two. I would probably put four and then two, and then probably three, five, one, six. I really liked six a lot. Yeah, that might be recency bias, but I really did yeah. like six a lot. I could I couldn't even do that. I mean, if it was Fast and Furious, then I could, but I couldn't do it with um, yeah. Mission Impossible. Yeah, like for me, Fast and Furious is like you know two, one, three, four. The rest of them don't matter. Yeah, I got lost. I, I was surprised you didn't have that on your list either because fucking Fast Ten's finally coming out, baby. I I, I have predictions for Fast Ten, and this the one where they're supposed to be going to space. That was last one. Oh, that was. Did they go yeah. to space? Mm-hmm. Oh, they did. So yeah, I'm out of the mission or the Fast and Furious loop. My prediction for Fast Ten, and this is not true at all. Obviously, it's not going to happen. But here's my prediction. Tell me, Fast Nine, they went to space, right? Oh, no, yeah, because Fast Nine is the one with John Cena. That's right. Yeah, but Fast One, DVD players, they were stealing them. Yeah, selling them. Fast Two, you know, working for the cartel. I was going to say it was drugs. Fast Three was just about drifting. Fast three drifting, fast four back for the cartels. Now, yeah. Here's the thing: fast five, we're stealing, we're stealing banks and shit. I was going to say we're like fucking like bank heisting in this movie. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're literally pulling out fucking actual then, bank. Like six is like CIA yeah. like black ops shit against like Jason Statham. Yeah, and then seven has like Charlize Theron. Well, no, six is with uh, Luke Evans. Oh, six is Luke. Oh, that's right, because seven is Jason Statham. Statham is his brother. Right. And I completely forgot that Luke Evans was a bad guy in one of these movies. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He dies. Is that, cause, oh, yeah, because six is when Han dies. You know, and then also, we you know, we have Letty dies, but then comes back. No memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she shows back up in, yeah, in like six, right? And then Han dies, but then Han comes back. And comes with back in memory. eight. He comes back in, with, in eight with his memory. Nine. He comes back in nine with his memory? Yeah, comes back in nine with memory. He still has memory. I didn't realize he came back that recently. I thought he'd been yeah. back longer. And then nine, they go to space for a moment. 
So here's my prediction for Fast 10. I believe it should be the Fast in the, fast in the series. Here, I have two predictions. Number one, it's not. It's going to be purely street racing. If they were, if they were smart, the last movie would be purely back in L.A. going to race wars, okay. which is still the, the number one most. Maybe change the name of the race, race wars, um, which they, they they've gone back there before. They've gone back there before, but yeah, purely number ten. End the series purely realistic street racing mm. movie. I think people would really really be stoked for that. I don't know, man. Would it? it? The series has changed so much since then. That, like, I know, would but that actually, be something that people would like. I think the diehard fans who like the street racing would, would be more stoked for I think it. The diehard fans were, but I feel like now it's got so much mainstream. It's got that Marvel like. It does, but in the, the, the series with it, that, like, in the series how it began, bring in the people who, who liked racing who left the movies, mm. bring them back. It takes guts. I know they won't do that. It's definitely a risk. That's a leap for sure. Yeah, I think it will still do well. But I, mean, I also don't even think that's probably going to be the last movie, but probably not. But if they, I'm acting as though it is. Okay. So go back to street racing, right? That's what's one probability. Yeah. Less like le- that is the less likely probability. Yes. Here's the more likely probability. Fast uh-huh. ten. They go to the center of the earth and they meet King Kong. Oh no! I wish that'd be fun. They build a time machine out of the muscle car. <laughs> And they and then goes back in time and almost fucks his mom. They they time travel back to the scene of a road, <laughs> L.A. road, okay. open, right? A car's coming down. They 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 stop the car. They open the car. In the car is Paul Walker. That's fucked up. <laughs> and they're like fucked up. He's like he's like Vin. He goes. No, I'm dumb. And like what? <laughs> Into the fast universe, across the Fast Furious universe. That's fucked up. You can't do that. Fast Fast and Furious Eleven is is the next movie, and now Paul Walker's back playing Paul Walker. No, dumb. and it's it's a whole no. thing. Man. And that's how that's how Han came back because Han, Han is dead. That's not Han in the movie. That's <laughs> Sun King, the, the actor. That's uh, Sun King, the actor. Letty is dead. That's not Letty. That's Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, okay. So everybody dies and comes back as their actor. Kurt actor. Russell is actually, you know, he's God. just Kurt Russell. Yeah, he's God. He's like going around like I need to bring you back into these movies. It's not fucking Cobb or whatever. It's actually Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Exactly. Well, he's so still he's not Rock, showing so. up in the movies again because apparently him and Vin Diesel fucking hate each other. So. Look, I think the more likely option is a time machine built out of the muscle car. I could see them fucking doing some dumb shit with a time machine. Yeah. Zach, anything else you want to mention before we end the pod? Uh, no. There's like a couple of games, but like, you know, nothing too big. You know, it's fucking Diablo, Final Fantasy. Both Final Fantasies that are possibly coming out. Right. 16 and fucking FF7 Part 2, baby. Woo! We're going back. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you back next week with more. Check the video machines. See you guys.